We're broadcasting live from the Adelaide Central Market. It's Showdown E. Plenty of people doing their shopping, getting ready for the weekend. Mark Bickley is here thanks to Jarvis Toyota. Yeah, Showdown 49 makes some of us feel very old. Crows senior assistant and defensive coach is Scotty Burns joins us now. Scotty, thanks for your time and Rory's back. Yeah, he's back, Rory. Yeah, so we're uh, yeah, absolutely wrapped to have him back. He's uh, been a big loss over the last month and obviously... Uh, We've got a yeah, developing midfield in there. Laird's been as good as he could be, and geez, he's been great week in, week out, but it's going to be great to have the, uh, the skipper back with the older head around the midfield as well. Yeah, he stiffens you up in there, and it was disappointing around the ball last week, and you think about Port Adelaide with Wines and, and Boke and, and a, quite an experienced group. Yeah, perfect timing, and, uh, and what else he brings is he makes everyone else walk a bit taller. Yeah, there's no doubt. I thought that uh, Geelong game, going back a long time now, he, he really stood up there at one stage when they were coming back in the middle just to um, make the boys a little bit more at, at peace with themselves, I guess, that are around him and just have that confidence that uh, it, that um, you've got that senior player that can step up when he's needed. But, uh, look, it's, it was disappointing last week. There's no doubt, Vix. Um, having said that, though, I think uh, the boys were on their back heels a little bit as well. And even though the Giants played some very, very good football around the ball... Um, I didn't think we brought our best. So that, that's something we hope that the, uh, the boys bring tomorrow night. Looks like at least three changes, maybe even four. Was it difficult to try and finalise that squad? Because I'm guessing when you have such a poor performance, it's where do you start and where do you stop? <laughs> there wouldn't have been too many people who would have put their head on the pillow too comfortably. No, but then again, I mean, it's, you've got to be careful just making um, yeah, selection choices just one week in. We, we've, we've had a reasonable first five to six weeks. You know, it was disappointing. Two previous games, we were in winning positions in the last quarter and couldn't quite hold on. But, uh, yeah, Sloney will be back. Paul Hamill, uh, Luke Brown's back. Um, and, and Darcy probably will probably get a crack at it as well. So we'll make four to five changes. And uh, there'll be a, a little bit of a freshen up for some. There's a, a little bit cooked, but we're really looking forward to the four or five bikes that come in to really give us a spark and some freshness and some toughness around the footy. When you look at uh, Hamill and Brown, they both play down back. That's going to be a bit of a reshape down there if you change two of the, the six or seven? Yeah, that it, it will be. But at the same time, though, um, Brownie and Will have been in our, our team um, for most of the year anyway. They, they obviously uh, missed last week. Um, so that's, that's not a, uh, a major, I guess, in a way, because they've played some pretty good football when we've been at our best um, in the first month or so. So we... We know what Brownie can do. Brownie's uh, been a very good player for a long time and, and Will Hamill's starting to show some really nice signs, um, not only this year, but you can sort of see the, uh, or we're hoping that, that the player that he's going to be in three or four years, people start to see bits and pieces as we go along early this season. Mm. Um, at the other end of the ground, uh, you started the year with just the two talls and, and a lot of smalls and trying to put a lot of pressure on. It sort of morphed into now a couple of really talls and along with Taylor Walker. Will you revisit that and maybe uh, look at making that a little bit smaller and creating a bit more pressure? Yeah, we're looking at that all the time, Bix, and it's a really awkward one. Um, you come up against some teams, if you want to look at one of the better teams in the competition that have been able to do it for a long time, is West Coast, um, you know, with Oscar Allen and Kennedy and Darling and other teams will nearly just go to one focal point. Uh, Richmond did for a little bit until they realised they thought they needed two. They they went out and got um, Lynch and Rewalt to, to help each other out there, so it just wasn't one of them. We're still trying to find, I guess, what our best mix is. Um, we've had a lot of players, especially our bigger players, that have been playing reasonably solid football. Um, you know, Bill Thorpe comes in and kicks five. Um, Himmelberg plays some really good SNFL footy before he come in. Tech's been fantastic. and um, But Billy, Billy goes back and he kicks seven goals in his first game back in the SNFL. So 
Yeah, we're still trying to find that mix with smalls and fills at this point in time. Scotty, we had a champion data expert on yesterday. He said from rounds one to four, Crows inside 50 conversion percentage. So when it goes in and score a goal, you were number one in the comp. And you could see that just as a fan and as a caller calling. Rounds five, six and seven, you've dropped to 17th. In your eyes, why? Oh, well, I mean, if that's 12 quarters, I reckon if you did the last six, would be an easy 18th. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we just dropped away that last half against Hawthorne and last week was poor. We just lacked... Uh, I guess last week, even though we had 50-plus inside 50s, we we're probably building the ball from the back half. We, we got beaten at the stoppages, so it was, it was hard to get that frontal pressure, get the, uh, the first initial inside 50, and then get the defensive support behind that. So that's mm. reason enough um, last week. But, yeah, just disappointing. That Hawthorne game, we um, couldn't quite get the, uh, uh, the score on the board. But I think, I think what you'll find soon, there's been quite a few out the balls and a few shots that have just gone across the face. And yeah. haven't, haven't scored, so they can actually excuse the stats at times. Okay. Port Adelaide off a bad loss. Did the Lions give you a sighter on anything? Um, yeah, I thought they were pretty good. Different game. I'm not sure what the conditions are going to be here tomorrow, too. There might be a little bit of drizzle around. Um, yeah, we, we've looked at the both games over the last month or so that, that West Coast played pretty well against them and, and Brisbane did. And we've also looked at a couple of games where obviously Port have been up and running, that Richmond game at... It's Adelaide Oval and the St Kilda game were, were pretty impressive. So, yeah, they've been a little bit up and down. I think they'd say that themselves. But uh, um, I thought West Coast and Brisbane, um, what they did and how they played against Port Adelaide was um, reasonably similar. Um, and there's a little bit of a, I guess, prototype or, or on how to go about it. But, uh, you know, we, we, at the same time, we're mindful with our young group going into it that we want to play how we want to play it. Um, and at, at times, we, we could easily tinker and change with one or two things. But... We're certainly taking a long-term approach. and I mean, if you look at the players we've got in this week, boys, we've got, I think we've got nine or ten players who have never played in a showdown in front of a crowd. So it's mm. when you look at the experience that Port Adelaide have got and probably with what the younger younger fellas we're going to put out and the excitement that they'll bring, it's going to be two different teams. But, um, I mean, as the players are excited, the coaching staff's excited. We're really looking forward to a big game to see how some of the players um, stand up against some really strong senior players from the Port Adelaide Football Club. Now, you mentioned that rivalry about the players who haven't played in in a showdown before. You've played in the, the Carlton-Collingwood rivalry and then more recently Collingwood and Essendon on Anzac Day. That's that, that's big-time rivalry. Are you looking forward to this more sort of localised affair? Yeah, I am. I mean, uh, everyone sort of gets because I was over at West Coast for five years too as a coach, so I was certainly over there yeah, for their, um, their derby. So they're great. They're, they're great to be involved in. Um, look, I think no matter what rivalry there is, they're always at their best when the two teams are sitting around top four or up amongst mm. it. Um, and then at times you're going to get the team that's at the top, the team that's down the bottom, and there's always going to be those couple of victories where that bottom side surprises, comes out and, and plays some really good football, and maybe the team that, um, that should win or are on top uh, maybe just might be a little bit off. So um, we can't control that, but we'll be certainly looking forward to, like I said earlier, to these um, young fellas getting out there tomorrow and led by this skipper who's back in to uh, really try and get to a level that we, we played at in round one and make our fans um, pretty excited and, and chuffed with the way that we're going about it. Bring the round one heat for four quarters. Um, you'll be up to your eyeballs tomorrow, I reckon. Good luck, Burns, and thanks for your time. No worries. Thanks, boys. Thank you. Yeah, well done, there Scotty, you go. Burns. Scotty Burns. Love chatting with him, and, uh, yeah, he's excited. He thinks there'll be... A response which there needs to be, and I'm sure there will be. There's four or five changes. Yeah, four. Well, you, you, know what I, you know what I hate? I hate that we still don't know the team until 5.50. Now, it's not Scotty's fault. Mm, until no. 
this afternoon, which is a Friday. Now, next week it goes back to Thursday. Yep. Hallelujah! <laughs> exactly. Well, they got there in the end. Take a proper test drive of the all-new Toyota Hilux. You can do that at Jarvis Toyota. Of course, it features the best-selling 2.8-litre diesel. delivers 20 kilowatts more power. You'll find that at Jarvis Toyota, South Road, Clove Valley Park. Good on you, Bix. Thank you for coming across to the Adelaide Central Market. I know you're about to hit Provador and get some of that yes. chocolate fondue, maybe some pasta at Lucia's <laughs> on the way out. Or Zuma Cafe yes. makes a very nice Love cappuccino. Uh, Matt and the Crow Show this weekend. Yes, I'm just trying to think. Uh, be part of showdown, part well, of the of course, SNFL. Eddie, one of the great comebacks of all time. We're featuring a comeback each week. Mark Rusciuto might feature heavily in a showdown. Ooh, just a little secret one there. Gee, he would have featured in a few. I would have thought <laughs> well, the old Rue Burger. Well, there was one where he came from 42 points down, and I think Rue might have kicked four goals in the second half. So Remember, that, uh, 42 touches, 11 clearances. Worth having yeah. a look at. Got a tattooed on his arm. Mark Bigley, thanks to Jarvis Toyota. We're going to take a break after the news. Warren Treadray in the studio for McDonald's.